All right, Rex. What's so important that you brought us all the way back here? Hello, Master. It's been a while. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys, a discussion about Star Wars toys from the past, the present, the future. My name is Jason, you are listening to episode number 68. Joining us tonight, from Bendems to the Black Series, Vintage to Modern, he collects them all. Also, Mr. BYZ on YouTube. Hello, Ryan. Hey, good to be here. Good to have you. Thanks. <laughs> also joining us tonight from This Week in Star Wars Podcast, Matt Fox. Hello, everybody. And returning, we have Amy from Star Wars Collecting Cosmos. Extremely tired, but still alive. <laughs> and also Chris Moorhead. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Excited to be talking about some uh, new upcoming uh, vintage collection figures. So, yeah. There's actually even a uh, 5 POA that I'm kind of excited about. Uh-oh. So. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so we're back after just a couple weeks this time. Typically, lately we've been going months between shows, at least a month. But um, San Diego Comic-Con was here, and I thought this would be a good time to... Talk about something new. Um, let's start the show. As always, have you picked up anything recently? And Ryan, I'll start with you. Oh boy, let's see, I gotta keep this quiet so the wife doesn't hear, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did just get the uh, the Rogue One tank. I'd ordered that, pre-ordered through Amazon, and that just showed up uh, over the weekend. And I got my review video up yesterday. Um, that, that thing is awesome. You guys are totally right on. That is amazing. I love that vehicle. Um, I also just got the Kessel Run Millennium Falcon because it got knocked down to 50 bucks on uh, Amazon. And, uh, you know, it's not a bad toy for 50 bucks. For 100 bucks, it's terrible. For yes. 50 bucks, not, not bad. <laughs> um, and just today, I picked up those two new two packs from Walmart the uh, Han and Chewie on Mimbom covered in mud. And uh, I can't remember the name of the guy in the Carillion Hound. Uh, found both of those. Is it like Rebolt or something? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I got uh, the six-inch wolf today at uh, Barnes and Noble. So, a couple pickups today. Hey, that's cool. I'm glad you found those two packs um, at retail. It hurts me a little because I bought them on eBay about three weeks ago. Because I was I was thinking they weren't gonna. I thought they were end of the line type things that weren't gonna make it out. So I paid a little extra, but still, I'm glad to see they are making it out because I would. I want people to find the toys. I, I, yeah, I don't collect. I, I see. End of the line on this is going to be a little while. Looks like we're going to be doing solo stuff for a while. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, I'll jump to you. Have you picked up anything recently? Yeah, I found that Wolf also at uh, GameStop. Uh, I got the uh, Infos Nest 6-inch on the speeder from Hasbro Toy Shop. When they put that up for sale last week, it is huge. You know, much bigger than the uh, Imperial Speeder that we already got. 
Um, well, cool to hear. Mine's showing up tomorrow. I ordered it through Amazon. So yeah, it's it's really well done, and Emphis Nest looks great. Uh, you know, um, wish the helmet came off so we could see. You know, whatever preteen starter of the rebellion. Um, <laughs> sudden reveal in the movie that nobody understood why there was a sudden reveal. Right. They yeah. Why they dealt you know focused on her face for like 30 seconds to make me think yeah. i was supposed to know who it was um but it's an awesome toy um i know uh, i guess yeah the amazon pre-orders have also started shipping so i guess we'll start seeing it but it's i highly recommend it and uh then today i found the gamorian guard at target oh lucky, uh, lucky. so uh and it is you know everything you'd want out of a gamorian guard at, you know, first I thought, well, it's just basically an upsized vintage collection, you know, guard from whatever five years ago, whenever that was. Um, but it's a, you know, it's more than that. I mean, it's I, I'm not a, uh, you know, point, you know, articulation point counter, but it's got a lot. You know, you can pose it just about any way you want. The helmet does not come off, but when I was trying to figure out if it did, I noticed that the mouth opens. Uh, quite wide, which I know Akbar. Did we ever get that Akbar that has the mouth that can open or close? Yeah, it was, was the Force Awakens one. Yeah, yeah okay. both Radis and 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 Akbar. Yeah. All right. So here's the third figure with uh, jaw articulation. So and it's uh, it's awesome. I'll put some pictures up on the uh, on the Facebook page for people that care. Um, found it at Target with using the target app and that BrickSeek app and strangely one target in our area got them in and I managed to pick one up. So keep an eye out. They're showing up. Didn't the All bo- it says around here is that it's uh, <laughs> like our stores don't carry it is what it says online. So <laughs> yeah, so good. yeah, that's yeah. Didn't the six inch Bosque that came out a few years ago also You're have right. some articulation? Right. Oh it yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, kudos to you know the Hasbro guys. This one, you know, it's thirty bucks, so you pay a premium for it. He's got two axes and a staff, um, but yeah, he's worth it. Yeah, I want two, <laughs> at least. Hopefully, everybody can get all they want. Yeah, yeah. Chris, over to you. Uh, went to Jake's uh, yard sale, picked up a. Uh couple older figures, an extra uh, Revenge of the Sith ER, uh, Royal Guard, an early bird Chewbacca. Um, just uh, got in the mail today the Spencer's Vintage uh, figure backpack. Uh, nice looking. Uh, pretty basic, simple backpack, but you got to love that uh, vintage uh, figures on it. So it gets the, gets the thing. It's so. pretty cool. Yeah. I Let's see. I got the uh, the vintage um, uh, Droid Factory uh, playset from the the original vintage line from seventy. I think it came out in seventy nine. With the uh, it was complete with no broken pieces and a box and also finally I have that third leg R two D two which is pretty nice. cool. I I, um, I never really thought much about that figure until I got it. Um, it is pretty cool. It looks cool. Um, I'm not sure playability if it's that great. Mine tends to fall apart pretty easy once you start playing with it. But just to s- sit there and look at it, it's, it's really neat. 
And then in the mail today from Entertainment Earth, I got the 4LOM 6-inch Black Series figure. I haven't opened it up yet, but it looks cool in the box. Um, I've been looking, I've been wanting this figure for a long time. Um, I've been looking for it all over. I finally gave up and just ordered it online like a lot of things lately. So that was a good one. Um, yeah, so that's it for me. Um, Amy, I'm going to go to you. You were at San Diego Comic-Con last week, so I yeah. imagine you have a lot, a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a lot Did of Did you ship anything back? <laughs> no, no. I oh, did good. the old uh, empty duffel bag in the suitcase on the way down and then uh, checked the carry-on suitcase on the way back and then filled the duffel bag full of action figures and all sorts of toys and things. So um, I made out all right on that. Um, I guess some of the things that I got, you know, like my most recent purchases are all going to be from San Diego. So maybe I'll mention some of the purchases I made at some of the booths I went mm-hmm. to. Where do you want to start? Because there are so many booths that sell <laughs> Star Wars things at San Diego. I don't even know where to begin. Just give us the, <laughs> give What's us the, the rundown. Give, give us the highlights. All right. <laughs> all right so, so. I'll start with purchases, and then we can go over other booths I didn't get right. anything at. Um, DKE was my first stop, as I had said on the last podcast. Uh, they make these wonderful art toys that are um, just really unique, individual, small runs. Um, we're talking maybe like 30 action figures a piece, 20 action figures a piece. Hand cast, hand painted, um, individual art cards on the back. And the one that I picked up that I wasn't expecting to like, but as soon as I saw it in person, I was sold instantly, was the prize pet. Um, Not a toy. Or just flush him away. And it's a picture, it's a casting of Admiral Akbar as a goldfish. The the, uh, plastic bubble on the card back is, is a bag. So it looks like it's like a carnival fair bag. It's a hand silk screened card back with gold embossed lettering and Akbar is like looks like it's cast in copper, but it's not. Um and it's just a really, really cool, cool looking figure. Even though it's not based on an action figure, I think they might have taken the head from one of those Japanese magnets uh from a couple of years back that they did. Um anyway, that was the nice surprise at DKE. I also got the Star World Dark Invader, based on the the vintage action figure carrying case, uh, the Killer Cola Cobot uh, robot, and picked up some other action figures for some other collectors at that booth. Um, Lucasfilm Pavilion has a ton of different licensees kind of under their wing, so they have a whole section of the floor that's branded to look like it's Lucasfilm. It's all one identifying brand, and this year they went... Uh, really high they went about two stories high on the show floor and um all of the screens on the backgrounds of the booth were blueprints of the millennium falcon and then they had a giant star wars lettering on um, on the second story of the booth and they brought all of the uh, main hero costumes from um, the han solo story for display so that was pretty neat um they also had a cockpit that you could check out um, some of the licensees in that area, the more off-brand ones you might not have heard of, um, Salesone, um, I think this might be the Nordic uh, guys, they make like jewelry and, and pins and different things. They had a Sabak card with the Millennium Falcon on it as a 
Cloisonne pin. They were selling for ten dollars, and that was a San Diego Comic Con convention exclusive. So that was kind of a cool thing. Um, and then Trends International was across the way, and they make uh, paper ephemera, um, mainly. The new product they have coming out that they had on sale was the um, 2019 Collector's Edition Calendar. And what makes this calendar pretty um, special for us uh, action figure collectors is this is a a Kenner action figure calendar. Um, All of the images are different Kenner action figures. Unfortunately, they were photoshopped in different backgrounds. So I think for quality on the photo images for each month, you probably get more bang for your buck from Stephen Hayford. Um, the paper quality is kind of thin, but um, definitely a fun calendar. It came in a really nice slipcase box with Kenner Action figures on it. I'd say the box is almost nicer than the calendar itself. Um, uh, Amy, is that the same art they've been using in the Card Trader app? On the um, I haven't been on the Card Trader app in about a year, so I'm not sure. Oh. Um, it's possible. I can take some pictures and post it so you guys can take a look at it, so everyone can take a look at it. Um but yeah, I, I believe this is the same calendar that's on Amazon right now for pre-order. If it does offer to come with a box, I recommend getting the box version because you get two prints. One is R2 and 3PO uh, in the Tatooine Desert, and the other one is a um, biker scout on speeder bike uh, with an Endor background. Um, just really nice. The box itself that the calendar comes in is super cool. I'll probably repurpose it for something else in my collection. Um, and they also this year made... Some really cool stickers. They're die-cut stickers. Um, Small Head Han Solo, uh, Chewbacca, and Boba Fett. Um, and they all say, they have different quotes, and then they say July 19th to 22nd, convention exclusive. So I don't know if they're going to do something like this at the next show they do. Was there a large head Han Solo variant? No, there was not. Uh, Maybe they'll save it for gets, like New York Comic Con. or. He gets no respect. Large head, large head Han gets no respect. He does look awkward. I will give it that. <laughs> okay. For sorry, what it's sorry worth. me either. <laughs> For what it's worth, the one that's on Amazon does come in a box with a couple prints. Okay. So. Yeah, so this must be the exact same thing. Nothing about it's a convention exclusive. but. And the images are exactly the same as the Card Trader app. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Which I believe are figures from uh, Rancho Obi-Wan. Ah, interesting. Originally. Okay. Um, well, let's see. My travels also took me to, because I like the miscellaneous and obscure, um, the booth called 720. And these are the people that have been making kitchenware, plates, and other <laughs> kitchen-type ephemera. Um, they're changing it up a bit, though, because they just launched their whole line of outdoor deck type stuff. So they have patio furniture, um, pillows, an umbrella, um, candled lanterns uh, with really cool die cuts of AT-ATs on them and, and uh, Rebel Cog Imperial Cog uh, insignias. Um, very tastefully done. Very cool. Somewhat subtle. Like if you were to put some of the um, rebel patterned pillows out and you had a friend over that had no idea what it was, they would just go, Oh, that's a really nice pattern on that pillow. And they probably have no clue what star Wars. Um, and they also had some water bottles too. Uh, they had one for, I think it was Naboo. And the other one was Endor. And I, 
of course, picked up the Ember one because I can't help myself. Um, and then there was another vendor that had sold some interesting backpacks, and they had an Ewok umbrella that I had to pick up because Ewoks. Um, no comic images. I didn't see them at the booth for the first time in quite quite a few years. Um, we had the people that make the car accessories there, and nothing really new to report on that. Um, let's see. Not Stance. Who does the socks nowadays? Stance? Oh, it is Stance. Okay. <laughs> They're the high, uh, the expensive ones. Yeah, Stance had these weird convention-exclusive socks that came in, like, hot pink, orange, and white. So they weren't selling very well. They were pushing them really hard. But I can't imagine too many collectors going after hot pink and orange Chewbacca socks. Um Hallmark had a couple things. The biggest surprise for me of the show is that Hallmark on Saturday was a walk up and buy whatever you want. <laughs> um, they had, yeah, they had yeah. the exclusive ornaments, which for the first time in my 10 years of going was just a walk up and purchase. That was a sh- shock. Um, the pattern continued when I went to Hasbro as early as Friday at the end of the show, like within the last hour and a half, you could walk up and buy whatever you wanted um, at the booth, which was another surprise. What um, what changed this year that made that possible? Well, the big change was they instituted a lottery system uh, for some vendors. So it would be Funko, um, Hallmark, no, sorry, Funko, Hasbro, and Mondo, and Lego were all affected by that. Um, for Hasbro, my hunch was initially, well, this could be a good thing because I, I knew next to no one that got those lottery tickets. And I think it was a bit of a grab of a free for all. I mean, people heard there was a lottery, so they just entered every single one and there were different time slots for each day for each company. And I think a lot of people didn't check to see if they got selected. And if they did get selected, there's another chance that those people had something else to do because, Comic-Con never releases their schedule until about a week and a half before the convention starts. Um, So it's very easy to say, well, instead of buying exclusive in this hour window I have, I'd much rather go to this panel and so they ditch it. So that opened up a lot of sales um, to just regular folk. If you were walking around at the end of the day and they hadn't sold their quota for that day, you could just walk up and get it. That's Um, pretty cool. It was really good. It actually worked really, really well. But on the other hand, the interesting thing was towards the end of the show, I think I walked by the booth around 2 p.m. on Sunday, every single Star Wars exclusive was still available for sale with the exception of the Forces of Destiny, Chewbacca, and Borg pack. That's crazy. It is crazy. And... The uh, so the forces of destiny pack was a huge hit. I I think it? It, it's two just things. A, One, or were there's a lot less of them. I think there's a lot less of them. Yes, uh-huh. and I also think there's a lot of people that are into porgs. Mm. So I think the porgs is probably what sold it. Plus, looking at the prices of stuff, that was the set that was like thirty nine, thirty eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Everything else was way north of that. Yeah. Did it? Um, did you see many people buying that uh, that um, 
that big two pack with uh, Ray and Kylo, the uh, centerpiece I, two pack. No, I did not. Okay. Yeah. I don't know of anyone that got it. <laughs> You know what's funny, Jason, is I have a bid on one on eBay for less than what it was selling for oh, at uh, Comic Con. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, I've been I've been scouring eBay on this stuff, and it's funny because what you said about the Porgs, they they are still pretty cheap on eBay. Actually, all everything's kind of cheap for Comic Con exclusives on eBay right now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised, but yeah, I I saw a number of those on eBay, and a lot are going for under the uh, price of what what they were at the show. Wow. Surprising, and then at some point Hasbro opens up the remaining stock to the public on their HasbroToyShop.com. Right, and I there's going to be a lot of stock. Yeah, well, that's good for everyone that missed out then. Yeah. So don't pay over retail on eBay. (laughs) Yeah. No. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, uh, I got to put my hands on a couple of those exclusives just to look at them this weekend. And the Afro set, I mean, the figures are fantastic. They, they look like great figures. Uh, the Han set is beautiful. Huge space hog, but it's a really beautiful package. I, I moseyed on over to General Giant, and um, they just announced that they're going to do, for the holiday season, a bust of the holiday special Boba Fett and everyone was really surprised. And also there was a a lot of people that were kind of upset because they had written off the premier guild membership. They didn't want to do it anymore, Mm -hmm. but now you have to do it if you want to get that bust. So I think it might be a last ditch effort on John Giants end to get more Star Wars subscribers, maybe um, to get that bust at the end of the year. Could be, I don't know. Well, um, but there was a lot of interest in it. Didn't the Lobot bring everybody in last year? He did Lobot? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> was yeah. Last, yeah, that was one of last year's premier guild offerings. Well, I actually got one wow. from a friend who didn't want it. <laughs> Not. Yeah, okay. No comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> well, where'd you find a friend like that? <laughs> who didn't want Lobot? Yeah. They're around. There are the few people who have who don't care about collecting Lobot stuff. Weirdos. Yeah. Well, don't understand don't, it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the, so is the uh, holiday special Boba Fett bus? So that's the that's the big attraction for the Premier Guild this year. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, that's the big pull if you're a Star Wars collector. Well, I mean, as a Premier Guild member and one of the people who are still you know, all in on the mini busts being in the premier guild is basically the, if you, if you're into the busts, you have to be in the guild. I mean, they, it's, they don't, it seems the only busts that come out anymore are the, are the ones for the guild members and the convention exclusive, which is one or two busts a year, depending on if there's a celebration. So, you know, if you're really into the busts, you're probably already in the club and yeah, this is, probably their effort to you know get the you know the boba fett the masses back in you know for something so that speaking was my of, read of it yeah and, and uh speaking of things not selling out uh again gel giant the only thing they sold out of was the boba fett the 12 inch jumbo boba fett from the kenner style line everything else was still available and that boba fett was the on the Return of the Jedi card, like right, the Sarlacc right. is it? Is it like at the Sarlacc pit or? 
right? Isn't that jo- isn't yeah? That I think it was the Jedi card one. Yeah, because yeah. they put up that figure itself like yeah. four or five times. Yeah, that now. figure. There's really nothing new about the figure itself, is there? No, no, not that I can see. Yeah, wonder. You know, speak back to the holiday special. Is Boba Fett the only merchandise that Lucasfilm licenses for the holiday special? Because there have been. <clears throat> Multiple Boba Fett, like I think there's been a, wasn't there like a statue a few years ago? And there was an action figure from Hasbro in 2007. Yep. But we've never seen, we've never seen them license out any of the other characters from the holiday special. Is that because Lucasfilm won't, or is it because retailers don't want to, I mean, not retailers, the, uh, these manufacturers don't uh, trust the holiday special merchandise to sell at all? Well, you got to remember that cartoon is the only thing that they put on the Blu-ray release, too. They didn't yeah. have any of the rest of it on there. And there were, ten years ago or whenever it was, there were Topps cards through Star Wars Shop. But they were only of the cartoon. Only of the cartoon. Right. And at Celebration 4, they did the um, Acumina's Cantina luggage tag. All right. Well, it's something, I suppose. I think they should go all out with the holiday special. It's the 40th anniversary this November. They should do something. I mean, even people that don't like it can appreciate it for how terrible they think it is. We'll have to do something in their place (laughs) if they don't. I agree. I agree. All right. Anything else you want to mention about your purchases? Oh, I think that does it for purchases. I can mention a couple other booths, but I didn't really get any other Star Wars related purchases mm-hmm. from the main booths. Um, yeah. Okay. That I can think of offhand. So, um, purchases aside, what did you think of the con itself? It was different this year, but in a good way. Um, the lines were not as crazy. The need to like be somewhere at a certain time to get a certain thing was gone. And so a lot of the stress that you usually get at Comic-Con added on to the, the massive amounts of crowds and, and just trying to get around the floor wasn't really there anymore. And so you could walk by the uh, Hasbro booth and there was like no line. There was no people trying to trip over other people and shouting at security guards. It, it was it was pleasant. Ryan, you picked the perfect year to stop going. Well, you know, I didn't pick it, but um, it picked you. Uh, so there were there were fewer people sitting there uh, or telling people, you know, no standing or no stopping or something like that. It, yeah, you know, at certain times people. of the day, they would be like, you know, no taking pictures, just keep moving. But usually, that's when they like down at Warner Brothers when they have the right. celebrity signings. They tell you Warner that. Brothers, Funko, and Marvel usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just know not to go anywhere near Funko, and everyone's yeah. happy. And Amy, thanks so much for sending us all the pictures and helping us post uh, photos from the con. Oh, my yeah. pleasure. I should have actually another batch of a few more photos wow. tonight to send over. Oh, okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Um, and also thanks to Tom Stewart for sending us po- uh, yeah. photos of the Hasbro presentation. Um, this is the first year that we haven't had Ryan as our boots on the ground, so... Right, this is the first time in five years or six. Yeah, this is first like the time. sixth year. Yeah. We, I think this. So, so I'm so glad you were able to do that for us. So glad. Yeah, it was Happy funny. My pleasure. 
a- Amy, you told me that Tom might go to the panel and send pictures. I was like, okay. I never heard anything from Tom, so I was like, oh, I guess he didn't. All of a sudden, like while the panel's going on, I start getting pictures. Or it was like, right after the panel. That's what it was. I start so, getting pictures from Tom. I'm like, oh crap! Whoa, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I asked him to go do that because I was heading to another panel that was that conflicted with the same time. It was the Star Trek Discovery panel, and uh, ended up getting into that. So I said, hey Tom, if you're by and are going to this panel, would love it. You could take pictures. That is great. That is great. Okay. Um, one. Pan- hey, I got a quick question for Amy here. Yeah. Uh, you went to the Clone Wars 10th anniversary panel too, right? Yes. And what you told me, you said there was tickets for giveaway. What What did you get from that? Oh, um, it's a 10th anniversary Clone Wars poster. Oh, okay. It's a picture of a helmet. It says Clone Wars. Uh, I think Clone Wars continues, and then it, hashtag Clone Wars saved. Oh, it's the one with like the the clone helmet with the, the orange markings on it. Yes. Ah, oh, okay, okay. I hadn't seen anybody say what that was. I remember you said you got tickets for something, so I was like, oh, I wonder what that was. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and that uh, brings us to the next thing I want to talk about: the Clone Wars 10th anniversary panel, and that was that was pretty much the biggest Star Wars panel of the con, right? It was. Yeah, it was the the main Lucasfilm panel, if you will, uh, for the convention. So, how was it? It was really good. You know, I was just expecting like a retrospective of Clone Wars, kind of mm-hmm. celebrating the 10 years have passed and looking back uh, to what's happened and maybe a look forward into whatever the next thing David Filo- Dave Filoni is working on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but surprisingly, he didn't talk about the new project he's working on. He just took that opportunity to make the announcement that he's doing new Clone Wars episodes, which was a utter shock to everyone in the audience. That was probably pretty mind blowing because I hadn't heard any rumors that it was coming back. No. Yeah. So that was a pretty well kept secret. Definitely well kept secret. Yeah, yeah I hadn't yeah. heard peep about that. It's weird that they wouldn't take this opportunity to promote their new animated show that's coming out in a few months, I would imagine. Resistance, right. Star Wars Resistance. That's yeah, pro- and that's what everyone figured they'd be talking about. Yeah, maybe right. at the end, like here's a teaser, here's a here's some concept art or something. But they didn't go there. Hmm. They um, made a whole trailer for Clone Wars instead. Yeah, I suspect they're probably holding that for D twenty three, since it'll probably be all part of the Disney streaming service whenever they start that. But there's no D23 this year, and this starts yeah. well, doesn't it? Okay, well, yeah. they're holding it for whenever Disney officially announces the streaming service, <laughs> I suspect, which I don't know when that will be, I guess. And they as soon as the Hulu thing pans out. They haven't given an official start date for Resistance, I don't think. There's no official air date yet. Maybe it's going to be with Detours, and it'll never come out. The yeah, app. It's going to be on the app. Detours is? No, resistance. resistance. Okay, that's my. I mean, I they haven't said, but I suspect. What's wrong with putting one of these Star Wars shows, cartoons, or whatever, just on old-fashioned network television? I mean, they've got ABC. I don't understand why. You know, when they did that one Rebels episode on a Sunday night a few years ago, I thought that was terrific. You know, access to a lot more people. You know, access to a lot more kids who may not have. You know, this, all these apps and streaming services and, and you know, fancy cable channels. 
Well, they're they're trying to sell subscriptions to their streaming service, and to be honest, like in the last three months, we totally turned off our cable at home, and we now only do online streaming services. So, and that's a, a growing trend among people. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, they s- don't show any cartoons for kids on any of the networks. Why? What's, why? I, I don't understand that. Uh, it doesn't make sense to my 45 Sometime between brain. when I was a kid and I had kids, they stopped showing them. I don't know why. I think it was the rise of cable cartoon networks where they showed probably. them 24 hours a day. Hmm. Uh, I also suspect, I mean, we all grew up with Saturday morning cartoons. Right. And Yep. When that ended was the early 90s when the Gulf War started. It was replaced by news in the on Saturday mornings. And so I, I personally blame the Gulf War for getting rid of Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> maybe, you're, maybe you've got – maybe you're onto something. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Cycle. Yeah. Um, okay. So Clone Wars is coming back. Um, Chris, are you excited about this news? Yeah, I, I've been actually going through and rewatching the series uh, with my my older daughter, and we've been enjoying it a lot. I told her about it; she was super excited when she saw the trailer. Um, yeah, no, I think this is awesome. I, I'd love to see this thing really dovetail nicely into uh, Revenge of the Sith, or even potentially a little bit further past that. Mm-hmm. No, I think this is great. I think twelve episodes is probably shortchanging what they could get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, what's your thought? when you heard it was coming back? Uh, I'm pretty surprised, uh, but excited. I remember, was it the Anaheim Celebration 2015? I went to the uh, the Clone Wars panel where they showed like some unaired episodes, and I'm wondering if those are going to be put into this. But I was also struck while I was waiting in line to get into that, how many people, to them, Clone Wars is Star Wars. You know, for all of us here, the original trilogy is Star Wars, really. But this was a whole, like, room of people where Star Wars meant Clone Wars to them. And when it was canceled, it was like they canceled Star Wars on them. So in that uh, um, respect, it's very exciting because there's a whole community of Star Wars fans that are going to get their Star Wars back. So that's kind of cool. Um, I, but I am interested in how many of those, like, unaired episodes that we saw, they'd be like, not quite... Um, fully done, a lot of animatics in there, stuff like that. It wasn't quite there on, on some of the graphics and that, but it was still like the story when everything was recorded. I'm wondering how many of those are going to be finished up and put into this, or if it'll yeah. be all new or what. That, those were the Bad Batch episodes, Ryan? Uh, I'm trying to remember, because I get it confused that, with that, that last I didn't season. see them at Anaheim, so I don't, but there were on the Star on the official website, they had three of those okay. Bad Batch sounds episodes. familiar. I remember there was an episode on Utapau where they were getting yeah. uh, uh, crystals, right? Uh, kyber crystals on Utapau. So I, I, that's about the only thing that really is in my head about that. But uh, yeah, you know, the, the, the ones that were on the official site, those unfinished episodes are three of the twelve. Okay. So, so you know, there's nine of them that are new, but three of them we have seen in an unfinished state. Matt, are you looking forward to more Clone Wars episodes? Sure, I liked Clone Wars. I liked Rebels more, but what? you know, really, I did. I did. Yeah, uh, I mean, Clone Wars was when it was good, it was great, and when it was bad, it was bad. And <laughs> so, you know, if we get, I mean, like that, the Lost Missions, you know, the last time we got the mm-hmm. the final Clone Wars stuff, those were all pretty good episodes. Yeah. So I'm optimistic that you know these are from the end when they were sort of hitting their stride and. 
Yeah, but I I thought that the Ahsoka, the way she left the show, was really well done. Mm-hmm. And you know, and a good ending for that character in that show, and now apparently she's coming back. So yeah, you know, I hope they screw that up. That's one thing that kind of struck me. I'm I'm excited about the Clone Wars. I enjoyed Clone Wars way more than Rebels. Just I mean, Clone Wars, you went to so many different places, so many different worlds. Yeah, there were some bad episodes, but there was the story was constantly evolving, and there was just so much. Whereas Rebels, you're like. You know, like Ryan coined Planet Nebraska. You're stuck on that boring planet for most of the episodes. The 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 quality of the animation is not up to par when you look at Clone Wars. Like the toys, the show never did it for me. So I'm looking forward to Clone Wars. But one thing that struck me is in the in the little trailer they showed, you see Ahsoka either talking to Anakin or acknowledging him in some way. Which I think is unfortunate because I I think the distance between the way she says goodbye to him at the fifth season of Clone Wars and then meeting him again in Rebels in one of the better Rebels episodes, um, I kind of like that bridge where they don't where I I just imagine they didn't see each other between that time, but now if it sees now if it's like well they have seen each other since then it kind of takes some of the emotion away from that final episode of season five, but who knows what they could do you know I'm I'm judging I'm probably getting too far ahead. Because I haven't seen this episode yet. Yeah, we only have segments. I mean, that could be a, a hollow recording. I mean, yeah. that may not live communicate that that you're watching. <laughs> it just it reminds me of when Clone Wars first came out, and uh, Anakin and uh, Dooku were you know weren't they battling all the time? And it kind of yeah, takes away yeah. from Revenge of the Sith, where they, where he's like, my po- powers have doubled since I've you know seen you last, whatever he says. Um, which yeah. was a couple weeks ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that kind of stuff, you know, I think they, I hope they're c- more careful of those kind of things. Because, I don't know. The only thing they were careful of in Clone Wars was that Anakin and Grievous never fought. Right. Because it was clear in Revenge of the Sith that they had never met. So, yeah. and they, they managed to pull that off. I was surprised. Mm. Yeah, it was a couple times it seemed like they were going to screw that up, but... Yeah, they did a couple weird things, like in Clone, in Clone Wars, the Slave One blew up, and didn't it? Yeah, it like crashed yeah, it did, and burned. Yeah, it was supposed to be just one of those and, ships or whatever. And Jango Fett's, hel- Jango Fett's helmet exploded, which I always assumed Boba Fett painted his father's helmet, but who knows. Anyways, enough of that. Um, Amy, are you looking forward to more Clone Wars? I am. Um, you know, any opportunity to see more Obi-Wan... Is a good opportunity in my book. Um, I I really hope we get an Obi Wan movie, but uh, <laughs> you know I think the the it just opens up the possibility for all sorts of things. Um, having them bring back Clone Wars when we weren't expecting it, like who knows what else they're working on, you know? Um, Clone Wars is a great show. I really enjoyed it. I also enjoyed Rebels, um, and anything that just fleshes out the story of Star Wars more, I'm I'm all on board for. Um, and and like you said, that that's a whole new generation. Like Ryan had mentioned where Star Wars is Clone Wars to them. And these are people that are going to be future collectors. They're, they're really on board with the film. I mean, I saw people in tears at the end of that presentation. They were so emotionally connected. And to have that um, information given at the panel, they were just over-the-moon ecstatic about it. So That, that was their uh, Chewy We're Home moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, speaking of collectors, what 
what figures do you want? Do you think they'll make many figures? Hasbro kind of abandoned Clone Wars the last one and a half to two years. Oh, there's so many figures they needed to make too. You oh, think they're yeah. gonna? You think they're gonna invest in this uh, 12 well, episodes on a streaming they, service? They said they were. Uh, Hasbro said they were gonna make Clone Wars figures for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The figures I'm always surprised they never made. It seemed tailor made for a battle pack and would have been simple, I would think. Was the episode where they put the heroes in carbonite? They could have had Anakin, Obi Wan, and Rex in carbonite with a battle pack, which I think Tarkin was in that episode too. It would have been a great battle pack. People would have loved it. I'm so still so surprised they never did that. Yes, and I really would want that Ugnot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, do you have much faith in Hasbro bringing out some toys for this uh, these twelve episodes? Well, if they said they will, they will. I mean, I, that that's fine. I agree with you know. Ryan and you, they abandoned, they were doing really well with the line, you know, for the first couple seasons, and then they just lost interest. I don't know if, you know, they thought those figures weren't selling or what it was, but I mean, they were, you know, those were new characters, and it was awesome to get figures of new characters. I got my Hondo, who's my favorite character in all of Star Wars, so I'm happy, but, you know, there were a lot they didn't get to. It's crazy, too, because... Um, I've got. I started back watching season one again, and how many figures they made of like every character that appears it seems in season one. All the clones yes. we got from season no, one. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. I didn't realize so much of that came from that first season. And then you look at like when it got. I mean, most of us felt it got really good like in season three, uh, with the exception of a sunny day in the void. But um, it was. Uh, it seemed like we got these great episodes and we got less and less figures to go with them, which was very shocking. Where was our right. Akbar figure? I thought, like, oh, I uh, thought yeah. for sure we're going to get Akbar from Clone Wars. Akbar that and seemed Tarkin like, seemed like and Tarkin no, too. No, yeah, yeah, they seemed like no-brainers, but <laughs> I don't know. Do you think uh, Chris uh, Clone? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. Now I've looked at your collection. I don't think I've seen any Clone Wars collections in your any Clone Wars figures in your collection. Is no, that... but I, I do appreciate the figures, and I mean it's it's not my collecting focus, but you know they made some great figures, and there's tons of tremendously great figures, especially from that last season. Um, that the arc where Maul takes over Mandalore is just some of the oh. best Star Wars storytelling and action. I mean the the fight with him and Pre Vizsla is actually one of my absolute favorite uh, sword battles because. I've got two expendable characters and either one could die. There's a, a genuine sense of um, someone's going to die here. I, mean, I had a strong inkling it was going to be uh, pre Vizsla, but, you know, they could have gone either way if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminded me of the other figure totally seemed to be missed, which was Obi-Wan in Mandalorian armor. I, that's Oh, that God, seemed like yeah, a no. Always. That and Obi Wan as the bounty hunter disguise. Total no brainers. Yeah. Never happened. Now my concern is they're going to come back and get us more Obi Wans and more Anakin's. Which oh God, they made so many. Do not <laughs> need any more of those characters. We have so many. Do you think they're going to those that I just said? <laughs> do you think they're going to do the same style as the original Clone Wars figures, or do you think they're going to do them like in a six inch realistic figure, or a vintage collection realistic figure, or five POA figure? Like, how is it going to come back if it does? I think a mixture. Yeah. Would be, yes. I mean, you're going to see some six inch. You're going to see a few vintage and then some five POA stuff. And I don't know if they're going to style it the way they did. Amy, as a Obi-Wan collector, did you collect much of the Clone Wars Obi-Wan stuff? I did, yeah. All, all the Obi-Wan stuff that came out. 
Oh wow! Unless it was like a repaint or something, I mm-hmm. I didn't get those. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did, and I thought they were. I mean, they were great toys. Um, stylistically, they were really interesting, and I liked that they stood out from the other things that I had. So I'm really happy with the things that I had that came out, not just from Hasbro, but also from like General Giant and Sideshow, and uh, you know. It's it's a good line. It's interesting. I'd love to see an Obi Wan and Mandalorian armor. I think that's great. Um, so it'll be it'll be cool to see what new things come out of this for merchandise, not just from Hasbro, but from other licensees as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. Um, all right. Okay, now let's move on to the Hasbro panel. Um, Again, I want to thank Tom Stewart for uh, sending us photos from the Hasbro panel. Um, I'm going to just kind of go through some of the... I'm going to kind of break this up into sections. Um, I I think talking about each figure would be a bit much for this show. We'd be here for hours. But let's just kind of do a little uh, overview. Um, I want to start with... um, And there are a lot of figures. Between the press photos, which uh, Ryan posted on our Facebook page... And then just what was shown at the panel and then at the booth, there were a lot of figures. Now, many we've seen are their repacks. Some are new. But let's start with um, Chris's favorite line, the 5POA Force Link line. <laughs> <laughs> Chris has got his uh, – Chris, you got your bracelet, your uh, your uh, Force Link um, gauntlet on? No, I've never even contemplated picking one of those pieces. You take it off when you're podcasting. Thank you. Did you update it? Everything I'm talking about should be a consumer product recall. I mean, it's that bad. I just think it was awful. I agree they should recall. Um, So let's see. Some of the newer figures that we saw for the 5POA line, which I'm actually pretty excited about these figures, um, are Val from Solo, Beckett from Solo, Han Mud Trooper on Mimbam from Solo, L337, Rio Durant, Kwai Tolsite, which is the Pike character. And those Pikes are also in Clone Wars, so it's kind of a cool mm-hmm. uh, cool um, tie-in, I think. Um, then there was a Mission on Vandor 4-pack, which actually looks to be probably the best 4-pack they've done in a long time. Oh, absolutely. It's got Han. It's Rogue One. Yeah. It's got Han, Kira, both in new new outfits that we haven't that we don't have yet for the three and three quarter. Range Trooper, which is a repack, but I think that's a good one to repack because that's those are cool troopers. And then uh, the uh, Warwick Davis character, uh, Weasel. Weasel. Yeah. Um, And that's a character who's also in the Phantom Menace. So that's a cool pack. And then also showed a couple play sets, which are made of cardboard, but still pretty cool. Vandor 1 playset, which is the train robbery, the space train robbery. And then that comes with a Chewbacca figure. It looks like he's got goggles on, which I think is the first three and three quarter inch version with the goggles, right? Yes. The, the single pack didn't, the single carded one didn't come with goggles, right? No, it didn't. Okay. And then a Kessel, is it Kessel playset or is it Kessel mine playset? I didn't see uh, what it was actually called. It looks like the Kessel playset. Um, I would this, say just Kessel, yeah. Yeah, this comes yeah. with the Han Solo figure. It looks like the same Han Solo figure that comes with the Force Link Falcon. I, yeah. There's, I didn't see any close-ups of it to tell if there's any difference. I imagine there's some because it's usually not like – well, I guess sometimes Hasbro will do an exact repack. But 
I think they Hasbro press figures, so. the Kessel Mine playset. Kessel Mine playset. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this was, I mean, this is the basic line. Um, Amy, did you get a chance to look at these these figures? I know this really isn't in your like collecting focus at all, but um, I I did get thought? to see the yeah I, got, I saw to saw the Kessel Mine playset box. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually have the playset on display when I walked by. It was mm-hmm. just the box. Mm-hmm. Um, did it say Target exclusive? Uh, I don't recall if it did or not. I want to say no. Yeah, the Vandor target, one does. So okay. I heard. Yeah. So the, is the Vandor going to be Target and the Kessel be uh, Walmart? Is that what they said? I think. I don't remember which was which, but yeah, one was Target, one was Walmart. Okay. 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 Well, the the Vandor is Target. So I'll be buying the Kessel one online from somebody. Yeah. Is that the Walmart one? <laughs> that would I might be able to help you out, Jason. My what Walmart's kind of podcast is this? We don't even know which one. Okay. Okay, Amy, you saw. So you saw the box in person. Yeah, I saw the box. Is, impre- um, is the box impressive in person? Oh. It's it's interesting. It's a new type of art on the box, so we're mm-hmm. getting kind of a new style. I don't know if they're going to take that into other lines as well, but that was kind of cool to see. Um, a little bit more colorful than what we've had in the past. Um, as a playset, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if it would hold a child's attention for endless hours on end. I mean, I, I think I got more out of it Ewok Village playset than than the one they're coming out with, but I get it. You know, playsets are expensive. I thought they'd never do a playset again, so it's kind of nice to see they're kind of making an effort in that direction. How big was that box? Um, let's see. I would say eighteen by twenty by six or four. Really? Inches. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah, it was a, it was a bigger box. Um, Chris, out of these new five POA figures, and I know some of them might have six or seven ports of articulation, but in general, we call these the five POA. The five right? POA law. Yeah. What, um, do any of these, as a non-five POA collector, do any of these figures interest you? Yes. One in particular, um, yeah, the Pike. It looks yes. awesome. I mean, just hands down, it it's one of those figures that doesn't require full super articulation. I, would I love to see ball joint shoulders and elbows? Yeah. But honestly, this is a figure that isn't going to get all that much posability out of it anyway. And it's already doing the pose you see in the movie. So, um, I mean, I would, I'd prefer to have a little bit more articulation, but it, it looks great and I, I'll be fine with it. I don't see this one ever getting revisited again. And, so, um, I think the Han Mimban looks pretty decent. Um, take a quick look at these. Yeah, um, he, he can actually hold his gun with two hands, albeit then that kind of commits you to one pose. Um, it kind of looked ridiculous if he wasn't holding his rifle. Um, uh, the L3, I don't know, I don't know what you could do with that to get super articulation. I mean, and, and still have it be able to stand. Um, yeah, but yeah, the others I'm not touching. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Matt, what do you think of these, uh, five POA figures? I'm just excited that they're going to round out solo. I was scared yeah. to death that we had seen the last of them yep. and you know, they're all good characters that we needed figures of, and it would have been very easy for them to, you know, slip through the cracks, but you know, I'm excited 
about just about every one. I really like that movie, and I want to get as many figures as we can. Mm-hmm. The play sets, I hope, are sturdy. That you know, that's yeah. you know, yeah. cardboard can be really thin and fragile, or it can be like the you know, Palatoy Death Star and be you know, mm-hmm. you know, durable. And if they're durable, I'll take them. Um, yeah, yeah. But if they, they say it was pulled like a apart. poster board or something. Yeah, but I mean, poster board. To make it sound that's been playset from nineteen, you know, eighty, which you know is horrible. Or I can, like it. Mine looks good. <laughs> mine does not. <laughs> or it can be, you know, Land of the Jawas, you know, which was a yeah. little better, you know. Or it can be the Palatoy Death Star, which is, you know, substantial. What so, do you What do you guys think of those cardboard? play sets that they did in 1998 they did the cantina and java's palace do you do you guys you like those do you display them i love them i think they're great they're nice backdrops for figures mm-hmm. uh, you know i i use both in my in my displays i'm actually thinking about um because i have multiples of each one of cutting one up and then using some um some kind of craft board type stuff and gluing it to that and making a, a better playset out of that's it because a, they're very flimsy. That's actually a really good idea. I yeah, a lot of the ones that. I've ever seen displayed are all warped and yeah. like, top, not being generous to them. They were not my. I, I like the sets because the figures. I bought them for the figures mm-hmm. and the, they just seem too flimsy for me to count. And I know some people like Amy to love them, yeah. uh, but not my. They did not fill the playset need that i thought the line had yeah i i really i've i've had mine on display for almost 20 years um i've always thought they were better than nothing however chris i've been over to your house and when i see your cantina displayed without them i think i actually prefer your display without them uh, I'm, my plan is to build like three-dimensional uh a cantina around it mm-hmm. to make it fill it out but right now in those came out when I wasn't really collecting it as an active collector. Mm-hmm. I got back really hard, uh, serious collecting in 2005. Yeah. I caught a clone Midia from Revenge of the Sith. Oh, God. Which I've <laughs> sent pictures of. So, um, but yeah, I, I've never looked at those and thought that's something that I need to grab. I've gone and back filled with what I, I, I feel are characters I want to have, uh, quality that I want to have in my collection. But that's an item I just, I've never quite pulled the trigger on. And, um, I know I'm just looking for something a little bit better than that. So, um, I think I bought multiples of those '98 play sets just because they're so fragile that I just want backups. So if I tear one or break one, I have another one to spare at all times. So I like. Well, I remember yeah. they got clearanced out. They were easy. Yeah, yeah, they did. To, That's to why I bought a bunch on. extra. Yeah. yeah. So okay, um, Ryan, your thoughts on these new figures and also the play sets. Well, I, I think like everybody here, I'm, I'm really excited about that Pike. I wasn't sure if they'd put one out. You know, it was a figure we first saw in Clone Wars, and it was a very interesting design. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they knocked it out of the park on the sculpt on this. Yes. Uh, the Han is Mud Trooper as well. Since uh, Obviously, we'll probably get a regular Mud Trooper and all that, but to, to get that is, is very nice. The playsets were a total shock. I did not expect playsets. I know Steve Evans has talked about liking playsets and not to count them out and all that, but still, it's like, are they really, or is it going to be a HasLab thing, or what? And when those popped up, at first I was like, oh, they're cardboard. And then I looked at them a lot more, and I'm like, 
this is a really cool idea, especially look at the Kessel one, and it's three levels. So you have plastic on three levels and then a backdrop that's cardboard. And that got me to thinking about what more they could do with this. And I was thinking like a Death Star like that to where you could hook them together and create a bigger Death Star with several of these in the future. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a, a nice beginning to something like this. And I'm already like in my head, like how many you know, playsets they could do for each movie and that sort of thing. So, so let's I'm excited. let's say these are a huge hit and they sell they sell well and Hasbro continues. Um, what would you like to see as the next one? I think the Death Star would be an easy one to do, but mm -hmm. I would love to see kind of this design flipped on its side, literally, and do a. Uh, uh, Cloud City uh, Carbon Freeze Chamber, mm -hmm. where you take the cardboard and make that the base, so you don't have to sculpt all those little holes and lights and everything for the base on it, and then you use plastic to connect that all together, so you could have a nice carbon freeze chamber with that. Yeah, uh, Chris, what playset? If they did more of these, would you like to see? If they, I, I, I love the carbon freezing chamber more than probably any other set in any movie I've ever seen in my life. I love that set. Um, Death Star would be fantastic. Um, I'm, I kind of get why they're starting with the Han Solo on this. I, I, I think they would have been better off to try something a little bit more iconic from one of the films, mm -hmm. but uh, um, from I, one of the, the, the Saga trilogy films. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm curious. I, also, the price point: thirty and forty dollars for each of these sets. Uh, I was thinking more like twenty thirty would be ideal. So the one that's at thirty, I think, is a little on the high end, but probably reasonable. I, I, that forty dollars just seems a little steep for one of these. Mm -hmm. So, Matt, what other cardboard playsets would you like them to see them do if they continue? Um, well, yeah, like Ryan. I mean, if you mentioned, you know, if you're talking about something that's multi-level, it's I mean, you automatically go to the Death Star. I was hoping, you know, for something more. I'd rather have a Death Star from HasLab than a cardboard one, no matter how nice it is. Yep. Um, if they could find a way to do a blockade runner, you know, that would be fine. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are some prequel sets that I'm not thinking of that would be, you know, that would work. Maybe the Geonosis Droid Factory or something, you know, could be all right. Yeah, I'll take anything. If they're well-made, I'll take anything. Mm -hmm. I think I'm with Ryan and Chris on wanting the Cloud City, the freezing chamber. Um, but I would take anything, too. As long as it's Is the general consensus that the Power of the Jedi one is inadequate in some way? Yes. Because I just, really like that set. I like it, it's but too small. it's a little too small. It is small. I've got like 18 figures on it, and it's crowded. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, uh, but apart from that, it's I like it, but... It's, it's a neat toy, but it, as a display for a lot of figures, it's not as cool. I only have Vader and Luke dueling on mine, and I think it looks better with just two figures on it. Because once you start adding figures, it really gets crowded quickly. But I, I still like it, though, Matt. That is a good one. I mean, that's still a good... I still like that set. I just want more. More, more, more. Yeah. Um... Amy, if you could, if if uh, if it was up to you, what would be the next cardboard playset? It's going to be really obscure, but I would take um, Imperial Shuttle landing platform on Endor. Oh, if they could make oh. it sturdy enough, I would totally go for that. Um, yeah, I could see that. But more on the Bespin side of things, I think the freezing chamber would be amazing. 
But what if they continued it for like a year? They had like four sets that were all modular that could link together. So you could have like the Vader dinner on Bespin and one of the apartments and maybe the the um, Ugnaughts with 3PO. That scene. would be awesome. That would yeah. be awesome. And you could have like yeah. connecting hallways to them. That mm-hmm. would be great. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. All right. Um, and then also wanted to mention there are, there are a couple new vehicles coming out, and I think only one of them was actually there, the AT-DT Walker, which is one of the walkers from Solo. I believe that was there. But there's also the the a new TIE Fighter coming out from for the Force Link line, which wasn't there. So I'm a little confused why they wouldn't show them both. Um, but oddly enough, Matt, you have the new TIE Fighter. Yes, I do. What is it? Uh, you, have you opened it? Oh no, no. Okay, well, <laughs> but I mean, it's uh, you know, it's the same Tie Fighter that we've had in the past. As that's my understanding. Um, it's but, not yeah, a new mold. It ho- it's not a new mold. Well, are you talking the vintage collection? No, not the, the vintage collection. No, not the, the vintage collection. The, the the Force Link collection. It's like a it's like a smaller Tie Fighter. Well. If you excuse me for 30 seconds, I'll go get it, and we'll have a live toy opening. Okay, that'd be great. Ryan, what's your, just from looking at images, do you like the ATDT Walker? You know, it's it's something I didn't even notice in the film. Sadly, I only saw the, the movie once, just because it's hard to get to a movie theater with mm-hmm. a young child. I understand. But, uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Um, I didn't even notice it in the movie, honestly. Uh, it wasn't until later, and you know, I've seen video now of it and uh, having it land or whatever. I was like, oh, gosh, I didn't even know it was an open cockpit item. And so to see it and see how big it is, and it's going to be like at the $40 price point, I was surprised. That looks pretty cool. I, I am eagerly awaiting it. I'm trying to even think what scene this was on. Was this on the Mimbom? Was this Mimbom, during the, yeah, the war? Ship yeah, it's about the time Han's flying through the – it's pretty early in that shot, if I remember right. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, Chris, would you pick this up? Nope. I've got two ATSTs that I like, and I really don't have space for it. And yeah, it just doesn't fit with my collection. Yeah, and yet two it's... ATSTs. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got an AT-AT, and I've got several items. An AT-AT? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, do you want an inventory? <laughs> I can walk through. I'm like... just shocked that that's it. But okay. <laughs> Chris is a more is less person. Uh, I'm sorry I wish I could be that way. Which, which Chris, I wish I could be that way too. I respect. Yeah. I, I am. I no respect completist. it. I respect that. Amy, I can't imagine you'd pick up any of the solo vehicles. No, I can't picture no. it. They don't belong on Endor. They were never. Yeah. <laughs> Got to stay on my focus. Yeah. Got to stay focused. Obi Wan didn't drive any of them. No, no Obi Wan and Han Solo movie, sadly. All right, Matt. Okay, I'm opening this thing up. It is a new mold. That's what I, I am, thought. I was very mistaken. It's still what the I same scale. The and well. I suspect this was because there are standard TIE Fighters in Solo, but why didn't they do that new TIE Fighter design? Nope. I wish they had. I I thought that, that was very interesting. I, that's what I... Oh, I'm a little sad that not coming out because okay. I really like that TIE Fighter. So the blow-up feature on this... The cockpit actually, it, it it's hard to describe, but the front of the cockpit is attached to one wing, like the 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 viewport, mm-hmm. 
and the controls, and the rest of the TIE Fighter is attached to the other wing. So when it blows apart, it actually oh. blows apart. Oh, that's nice. I'll, try to, I'll take a couple pictures yeah. of it. Yeah. And post it on the Galaxy of Toys Facebook page. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. You know, I'm, I'm glad you compelled me to open it. Now, I've my theory is that this was supposed to come out with Rebels, because I could have swore we saw a mock-up of a TIE Fighter on one of the... A, a German toy fair, I think. Yeah, is what and yeah. I think they finally just found a space for it. I don't think they made this new for Solo. I, the I don't wings know. are very rubbery, mm-hmm. for what it's worth. Almost flexible, but... Yeah, it's a cool toy. Oh, I'm looking for... And that's on Hasbro Toy Shop? Yeah. I need yeah. to order one right away. And as far as that walker goes, I love it. I like all walkers. You have the walker, too? No, I don't. Oh, no, you're just, okay. You okay. were talking about it. Yes, I, yes, yes. So you're looking forward to that walker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because we didn't get a good view of it in the movie. No. But. Yeah, most of it, yeah. Okay. Um, all right, let's move away from the Force Link 3 and 3 quarter inch stuff and go to the Vintage Collection 3 and 3 quarter inch stuff. Yay! There's a lot between the press photos that were sent and what they showed at the panels. There's a lot of figures. Many are repacks, but not all. Uh, I'm just going to run down the list really quick um, just to give everyone an idea what we're looking at here. We've got Han Solo, and these are super articulated three and three quarter inch figures on vintage carts. Han Solo from Solo, Imperial Salt Tank Driver from Rogue One, Imperial Death Trooper from Rogue One, Klaatu Skiff Guard from Return of the Jedi, Yak Face from Return of the Jedi, Cassian Endor from Rogue One, Dr. Aphra, Fan's Choice from the Dr. Aphra comic book, Luke Skywalker, Jedi Master from The Force Awakens, Range Trooper from Solo, Death Star Gunner, I believe this one is actually from Star Wars and not Return of the Jedi. You guys can correct actually, me. Actually, I believe it's from Rogue, Ro- Rogue One. What? Rogue One. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it going to be on a Rogue One card? I'm afraid of it. I yeah. think so. Oh, whoa. Shocked. Okay, wow. I was thinking, is this going to be Jedi or Star Wars, but you're telling me it's Rogue One. Well, that's interesting. Good. To, I'm, I suppose that's fine. Is there a huge difference between the, the Death Star Gunners in Rogue One and, and Star Wars? I've never analyzed them close enough to know the differences. Okay. I know there's differences between Jedi and A New Hope, and there's like that flak vest or whatever. And it looks like the Rogue Ones have the flak vest as well, which is what we see in in A New Hope. Okay. I don't think there's really a big difference, but... Mm -hmm. Um, There's a discussion in our local club group about the details of the costume on Rogue One versus the others by guys who know so apparently there are big differences oh sure talk about if, five if, first person yeah i mean it's like i i still don't know the difference between sand trooper armor and stormtrooper armor besides the pauldron but i don't think hasbro does either because they use the same molds for both. Well, apparently on the six inch they have been doing it differently yeah. somebody pointed that out and i never even noticed mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, okay. Also, we've got the Praetorian Guard from The Last Jedi. Darth Revan from... Which is a re-release of the 30th anniversary figure. I don't even think this is yeah. a super articulated figure, but he's from the uh, Expanded Universe and the uh, Knights of the Old Republic novels. Stormtrooper from... Is this going to be a Rogue One Stormtrooper? 
I think it's also being called a Rogue One. Okay. And oh, there's some, I thought maybe it's a New Hope, but and they're and they're taking they're having like an opinion poll whether this is going to be a dirty stormtrooper or a clean stormtrooper. For the record, I would much prefer a clean stormtrooper. Well, and it's going to have the helmet from the five POA from Rogue One, which is that, amazing. That head sculpt, amazing, is, yeah, that's amazing. Awesome. Yes, please make it clean. I like clean stormtroopers. I, I'm with you, clean. If I want it dirty, I can make it dirty myself in the backyard. Exactly. Send it. We let, all let my son dirty very well. As give it, it to my son to play for a while, with for a while or something. Probably yeah. Hasbro does dirty figures. All of them look dirty in the exact same way. Yeah. They can, and randomize their paint application of of dirt. Mm-hmm. That would be thing but when they're all the exact same mud formation it's it loses its effect yeah um also we've got lando calrissian from the solo movie and a shore trooper or sometimes called a scarif trooper i know licensing has gone back and forth whether this is a shore trooper or a scarif trooper i like the term shore trooper personally a little better i'm not sure what it's going to say on the card um, and that's from Rogue One. And then also there's going to be a new vehicle, which isn't so new. It's the TIE Fighter with a pilot. That's a Walmart exclusive. This TIE Fighter is a re-release of the 2009 TIE Fighter with a, a updated paint apps. It looks really nice. It's not new, though. So, okay. Um, Chris, this is your favorite line. What do you like about this? What do you like about this lineup? What don't you like about this lineup? Um, so I kind of made a spreadsheet, started looking through it. And um, so as far as what's been announced so far officially, we've got 12 new figures. What I can tell seems to be one kit bash and 11 straight up repacks, which I went back and looked at the vintage collections first uh, four waves. And that's actually about... Percentage-wise, on par, I think we had 18 new, 12 kit bash, and six straight repacks. So you had about 18 kit bash or repacks, and about 18 uh, brand new figures. So it was pretty even in that regard. And, I, and after hearing all the announcements and whatnot, I was actually shocked to see that there was that many new ones in relation to the repacks. I mean, they're obviously relying very heavily on the Walmart. Uh, Black Series line and repacking all those. The other thing I noticed is the sequel trilogy and the standalone movies are seven figures and 12 figures each. So you're looking at 19 of the figures being from the new movies. We've got three officially announced for the original trilogy, none for the prequel trilogy, which uh, that's really not fair, and two expanded universe characters or whatever they want to call them these days. But uh, <laughs> And uh, some of the other rumors coming up look like a lot of repacks also. But listening through several of the interviews that folks did with the Hasbro team, um, it sounds like they're recognizing that they made a mistake by too many repacks in the line. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's my, like, my, my overview. But like individually, um, there's several... like. I'm excited to see the Praetorian Guard come back through. I, I have never found that figure ever once. So I, I yet to have one of those. A um, little disappointed that the, the, the Death Star Gunner is going to be on a, a Rogue One card. I was really hoping, because I'm trying to put together a complete modern vintage line of all the vintage figures. And Death Star Gunner is one of them, and he's not going to be on a Star Wars card. 
So he wasn't originally either. It was on a Power of the Force card. Yeah, but yeah, I want a original trilogy card back. Oh, okay. And I can live if they're like you know General Lando. They it was supposed to be a Power of the Force uh, card back, but they put him on a Return of the Jedi. Same thing they're going to do with Yak Face. But you know, my preference would be at least see you know an original trilogy card back for characters that were in the original trilogy. Um, oh, the funny one we we see is the new Klaatu Skiff Guard, which we kind of uh, <laughs> dumped on last episode as a vintage figure. But uh, I, I think they actually did a really great job on that figure. It looks fantastic um, for kind of a more boring outfit. I would like to see some of the like some new characters that we haven't gotten before for the barge um especially the guy who shoots luke in the hand um and then there's another one uh forsak uh, i'd really love to see those two guys uh brought over um if they put that guy who shoots that would be a great title just the guy who shoots out. luke in the hand as as his character name Ken simmons to take a <laughs> photograph of that figure the man who shot Luke Skywalker should right. be the man who shot Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Yak Face looks great. Um, do you consider yeah. Yak Face a repack since he's coming with a skiff as well, or do you consider the skiff as a Yak Face repack? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I guess one of them will technically be a repack, but one's going to be so freaking exclusive. I mean, I... I can't see in any good sense someone opening one that comes with a barge because those are going to be so rare and they're going to the price on those is just going to skyrocket. Wait and buy a, a regular release. It's, a, it's supposed to be the exact same figure just on a different card back, which mm-hmm. is going to be far more common. I agree. It's going to be hard if we get the skiff before we get this wave. It is going to be hard not to open it, but I will not open mine. It's going to be hard though. Yeah, I have to withhold from opening that too. It's just, just wait for the other one. Yeah, Yeah, it's just I, I, I don't know how I can justify opening that one. Yeah. But all right. Yeah. Um, Amy, do any of these vintage collection carded figures appeal to you? Um. Well, I'm going to be going after any Jabba's Palace sail barge type figures. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to pick up that Yak Face. Yeah, Yeah, it's two and the Klaatu. Yep. Yeah, even though I have the sail barge, I I definitely want to have one that I can open, and and I'm not opening the one that comes with the sail barge, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because that'd be crazy. Yep. Yep. Um, Matt, looking at this lineup, what do you like and what do you not like? Um... You know, it's fine. We're getting a mix. I don't mind the, you know, the repacks of some of the Rogue One figures, you know, as long as, you know, I think the vintage collection is all about the cards, you know, for me at least. And so anytime we're getting a figure on a new card, I'm I'm all for it. I like, I really like the Afra and the Afra card back. I know it's controversial because it says Star Wars, but yes. I think it looks good. Um, and again, you know, we're getting some solo guys in there, so I, I am upset that there's no prequel representation. You know, that's kind of understandable, but, you know, it would be nice to get some token. I mean, especially with the 20th anniversary of Phantom Menace I, coming up. 
I think a lot of people feel like the Phantom Menace vintage collection figures from last go around from oh, 2012 ruined. They still hurt. Ruined. It killed the, the first run line. vintage line. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, there were some cool figures in that way. There and were. It wasn't the figures themselves. It was the overproduction of the line. They just made way too much of it. Mm-hmm. They yeah, thought it was going to be a second coming. They did coming. the same thing with the first wave in 2010. I mean, uh, and the first oh, two waves 3D. of vintage. Yeah, not but, the 3D. No, yeah. no, the like the first yeah. 20 vintage collection figures. Some of them are now very expensive on the secondary market, like yeah, like Dak, uh, like Dak. Yeah, but yeah. he was a peg warmer here, and oh, yeah. a lot of the the sand. Tr- there were a lot of those. I mean, they overproduced the first wave in each year. I think you can still go to Fye in the mall down the down, about you know maybe there's a mall uh, South Center Mall. It's got a store called Fye. They got Quinlan Bob. I think you could still get that Anakin and that Battle Droid and and if you're lucky maybe Quinlan Voss. Like that's yeah, really that's how that, oh, that's that how terrible those sold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, Hasbro's been burned on Phantom Menace twice. So yeah, they're not they, going to give us any more. But it would be there nice. was stuff said about them doing prequel stuff next year. They they kept saying, oh, there's prequel stuff coming next year to be announced later or something like that. So yeah, they did hint that they've got several other cons are going to be hitting the summer and into the fall that they're going to be dribbling out more announcements at. I, so I'm guessing that's where you might see a, a couple prequel figures, like hopefully a good Dooku on a, a vintage uh, card. That is the biggest hole in the vintage collection from my as far as prequels go. That, he, deserves, yeah. he needs his own card. He really right. does. I mean, Co. Bibble also. I think. <laughs> Come and on, Rico. Oh wait, did Rico Lee get one? No, no but oh, the guy that's dressed like him did. Right, yeah, right, right. the good enough Rico Lee got one. <laughs> yeah, no, the Dooku. I always just assume there is a Dooku, and then people point remind me that there is not. So yeah, obviously that's like a Tarkin-sized hole. Yes, in the in the vintage collection. So. I, yeah, totally, totally. Um, so, so you're more excited about the cards. Now, you mentioned this Doctor Aphra is coming out on a Star Wars card, the card that I that I associate with Star Wars: A New Hope. I don't associate it with the comic books at all, especially a modern comic book. Yeah, but Matt, Matt you like it. You are pro Doctor Aphra on a Star Wars card. I can rationalize it from a certain point of view. Okay, in that. You know, as I've I've explained offline, you know, they're they don't call it the expanded universe. Clearly, right. Lucasfilm or Disney or somebody has you know made that phrase verboten mm-hmm. going forward. So, and she's in know, canon, it, so they can't call it right. Legends. Right. It is. You know, like it or not, she's as legit part of Star Wars as any of these other figures. Mm. So. What is so the name? What are we talking about? We're talking about Star Wars toys. We're talking about Star Wars figures, which mean any movie. It doesn't just mean Episode Four, mm-hmm. you know, which has a new name. I mean, and, and we call it a new name. It's been the name of the movie for almost as long as the movie's been out. So, a what about, Star Wars card can can be generic. What about Darth it, Revan? Is Darth Revan coming on a Star Wars card? Probably. They Very didn't show the card for. Because Darth Revan, they could call Legends if they wanted. Because Darth Revan is not part of the the canon, like That's true. the way Dar- yes. Doctor Aphra is. Yes. So there could be a Legends card, right? Could be or a Knights of the Old Republic card. Consistent. So. The only out they could have had was to create a special fans' choice card. Yeah. Because she was the fans' choice. Um, Chris, as a 
articulation articulated figure fan do you, are you are you okay with this Darth Revan from 2007 being in the vintage collection uh um it's a good figure um i uh i'm pretty sure there's no knee articulation on the figure i could be well, wrong he, but... there is that you can't use it oh there is yeah, okay the skirt is pretty stiff yeah yeah, um, I'm just not sure how I feel about that. That's one that I I remember going into Fred's one day. It was kind of hard to find, and I walked into Fred's and they must have opened 20 cases right before Christmas, and he was all over the pegs. I was like, oh, he's common now, and I never yeah. I never grabbed one, and you know they all vaporized by the next time I went in there, of course, and uh, you know never seen again, but. uh I mean, he's got the ball joint shoulders and, and elbows, but you kind of, I mean, for a, a Sith Jedi type figure, you kind of want to be able to get more action oriented poses out of him. And he's just more of a relic of, of an older time when they were starting to transition to all super articulated figures or majority mm. articulated. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't mind it. Ha- I, I think he could definitely be updated and people would love it, but yeah. now has, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just it's just it's a figure that deserves to go go back out there again. But I don't know. I'd rather see it it done redone. So years ago, in one of the Q and A's, Hasbro did say they'd find a way to get this figure back out because they knew how popular it was. So I guess they figured it out. Is Darth Ma- what's the other one that's hard? Darth Malik. Malik. Yeah, maybe he's in a maybe he's in a future wave. Ryan, what do you like about this? What do you like about what we saw, and what don't you like about what we saw? Um, I think it's kind of both the same thing. It's weird, but like we're seeing a lot of solo figures, which is great, um, considering we did we hadn't gotten any solo um, fully articulated yet. You know, in the past movies, we've always had you know the regular releases and then the the Walmart exclusive uh, Black Series stuff, and we didn't have that right away here. So to see those solo figures is great, but then you're like, well, I'm just buying the same figure with more articulation again. So it was kind of a back and forth. Like the the Emphis Nest looks fantastic. Um, the Lando, it looks great, but it's like the Deco isn't much different from what we already got. It just has more articulation. Um, there was uh, a bunch of new figures that was it was so cool to see. I know we rallied on that or got, went against that Clatu uh, on the last episode from the vintage set, but it's nice to see them putting them out. I was trying to think. I think they only put out one Klaatu and Skiff outfit previously in the modern line, and that was way back in the uh, three three pack battle packs, like in '97. Yep. Um, so to get an update to that figure is probably a really good idea. It'll be great for our barges. Um, I was surprised by how much they did announce for the vintage collection, and yet you still look through that list, and there's still slots that are open that they haven't announced what's going to go there. Um, it sounds like they're not going to uh, carry forward as many figures after Wave 2, so we won't be glutted with uh, the same figures over and over again. That's good. Um, I don't mind repacks as long as it's kind of a repack that we haven't seen on Vintage Card before, so I, I like that. Yep. Um, I, I really want Lando from the last scene of the Solo movie. That <sighs> outfit is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I really want that Lando. And, Absolutely, yes. And a vintage collection one would be great because then you could pose him where he's sitting down playing Sabacc. He could even maybe come with some little Sabacc cards or something. I don't know. So far, Funko's the only one that's done that. I think so far. They get yeah, I mean, yeah Funko. They're they're mm-hmm. always they're always a little ahead of Hasbro. 
Well, one thing to, uh, revealed, and that's got to be about their production timeline, because Hasbro, oh, he said in a couple of their interviews that they never saw the new um, the Force Projection Jedi Luke. They never saw Je- uh, Darth Maul mm-hmm. until they were sitting in the theater. And I'm guessing there's a handful of, of other outfits like the, the Lando from the end of the movie. I bet you they never saw it until it, they were in the theater. Yeah, I, you're probably right. They probably never saw, saw Emphis Ness take off her helmet. That seemed like a like it was supposed to be a big reveal in the film, although I don't feel that way. I like that. I mean, I like the character, but didn't seem like yeah. a huge thing to me when she took her helmet, but I think they Hasbro probably didn't have access to that, which is why none of the hel- none of the new Hasbro figures have a removable helmet Emphis Nest. Um I'm my guess is next year Darth Maul is one of the big figures. The Hollow Maul or something from the end of yeah. Solo. Crate Luke and Hollow Maul. Yeah. Yep, that's the... you're right. You're ahead, right man. on the toy the toy people not being able to see much before the movie comes out because mm-hmm. I got a tour of Funko and talked to some of the artists and they said they get to see there's like two artists out of each you know we're doing Rogue One toys so there's like two artists that are working on it they get to see maybe thirty percent of the film and that's it so they're they're looking at like a thirty minute chunk of movie and that's it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean. How, what, what do you think that does to toy sales when, you know, you've got major characters from a movie that people would just be eating up that aren't going to hit retail for 12 to 18 months? I mean, the people that aren't hardcore collectors aren't going to be there year after year after year. The kids, I mean, they're not going to be out buying the uh, Force Projection Luke in 18 months. Yeah. And then another thing is the uh, the main villain from Solo. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, somebody fill me in. I can't remember his name. Um, Dryden Voss. Dryden, Dryden Voss. There's no Dryden Voss. Now, that that character was recast very late in the game. I don't know if it might have even been after Ron Howard took took over. Yeah, I think so. so that probably, probably, yeah, when, when Ron Howard started reshooting the original actor who was uh, Michael, what, the guy who played Omar in The Wire, mm-hmm. um, he was not available. It makes you wonder if there are sculpts of him out there that they couldn't use. So, I mean, I would love to see that footage if it, you know, we never will, but that would be the original. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, Ron Howard and uh, what's his name? Paul Bettany are buddies from, you know, previous mm-hmm. franchises. And he texted Ron Howard and said, I'd love to be in the movie. And Ron Howard, you know, said, OK, yeah, get over here. If you think about it, he's like on one set. He was clearly there for like a day. Yeah. I so, really liked him a lot. He was great. I he thought great. he's one of my favorite Star Wars villains because he's not really all powerful and he's kind of, I just, I liked the, I, I know people like that. Not people that will like cut you up with a knife, but I've seen those people who are really, cons- act really concerned about you only because they're ready to stab you in the back. Like, th- that is a brilliant take on a Star Wars villain. I liked him more than Krennic from, uh, not that I didn't like Krennic, but I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed Dryden more than Krennic from Rogue One. That's That was my take on it. I love Krennic, but they're both very good. Yeah, they are. Um, but we got... I'm trying to remember, what was the first wave of Han Solo? Was there any, there were some characters where we were kind of like, why is this in here? Um... Well, there wasn't a Han Solo. 
Was yeah. it three and three quarter? I'm just wondering if some, one of those repacks that got shoved in there or a character from not from the movie might have been that should have been the villain, but you mean like Luke or K2SO or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe K2SO might have gotten shoved in there at the last second when they couldn't use the villain that they had. The only, yeah, because really the only villain figures we have from Solo from the first wave of the 5POA line is we've got the. The Mimbon Trooper and the, the Range Trooper, and then and then we got Moloch, Moloch, and then Emphy's Emphy's Nest, which is oh, kind of a villain. Oh, and the two pack one with Lando. Yeah, uh, right. Kesselgard. 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 Yep. They need to do Dryden. Hopefully, that's something they can get to next year. I That'd be interesting. That... If there's actually that figure floating around of what the original villain was supposed to look like. I bet there is. I can't imagine there isn't. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah, anybody else want to say anything about the vintage collection before we move on? We're good? I think so. All right. Okay, moving on to the Black Series 6-inch figure. They um, There's a lot to – there were a lot of figures. You know, some of them we've already seen. Some of them – many of them are exclusives. I'm not even entirely sure which ones are exclusives. Maybe you can fill me in. Um, but my list that I came up with, Admiral Haldo, Dengar – L337, Rio Durant, Lando Calrissian and Skiffguard, Princess Leia Organa in her Hoth, Hoth outfit, Val from Solo, Chopper from Rebels, which is pretty cool, Ezra from Rebels, um, Zuckus, which um, is going to be, I believe, a Disney Store exclusive now. Yep. Um, Bespin Escape Leia. This is also an exclusive, correct? Sounds right. Yeah. Patrol Trooper. Yes, Target. Target yeah. exclusive. Okay. Patrol Trooper. I think that is going to be an exclusive. Um, Moloch and Captain Phasma Exposed, which has already shown up in Toys R Us Canada. But Canadian th- Toys R Us exclusive. <laughs> yeah. But I think they said maybe it was going to come to the Disney store as well. Yeah. Phasma's Disney and Moloch is Target as well. Okay, and then also there's Black Series 6-inch Archive Collection, which is them kind of bringing back some of the harder-to-find figures, Boba Fett, Bosk, IG-88, and Luke Skywalker. So I think repacking some of the harder-to-find figures is probably a good idea. I have all these. I probably won't pick them up, but maybe that Luke Skywalker at the paint app is better because I heard they're going to use that new uh, real, real, what is it called, the... Real scan? Real scan. Photo real. Photo real. Photo real. Yeah. 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 So, um, and you know, there might have been some other, there were other figures on display, but I think most of them have been out. Like there were, they brought a lot of figures to show. Yeah. Um, I know we have seen, like we've seen Admiral Holdo before for sure. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah. So Black Series 6 inch, Amy, do you collect Black Series 6 inch at all? Uh, yeah, the only ones I've been buying so far have been the Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. um, type six inch figures. I didn't get the the Han and Carbonite pack with uh, Boba Fett, um, which is unfortunate because I was at Comic Con that year and I wasn't able to get it. But uh, that was a hard it, one to get too. It was oh. really hard, and but I do have Jabba and I got Slave Leia and I'm definitely going to be picking up um, uh, the Lando that's been announced. Mm-hmm. The Skiff yeah. Lando. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those will look great. That land, that land looks really nice. It it did. It looks really good in person too. Yeah. Um, 
good quality on it. Mm-hmm. They didn't really, yeah. No uh, Endor. There are very few Endor fo- figures for the Black Series, other than there's the speeder bike that came with the Scout Trooper. Right, Has yeah. there been anything else from Endor besides that? No, and no. Steve Evans alluded to maybe for an anniversary or something like that in the future. Mm-hmm. Of course, this year is an anniversary technically for Jedi, but yep. um, I, I don't know. Does that mean we have to wait all the way till 2023 to get Endor figures? <laughs> we might have to wait five years. <laughs> is that a problem? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a problem. Luke. <laughs> You know, I thought it was to me. It was a given that that Luke and Leia would come on speeder bikes since they already nope, have the speeder it. bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe that first one didn't sell that well, and they decided not. No, to. you got your head in the power of the Force two era, or yeah, you'd get all three out at the same time. Well, a lot of that Black Series stuff, like the stuff that w- just sat on shelves, Anakin's and Obi Wan sat on shelves everywhere. And now they're like extremely rare, and lots of they're worth quite a bit on the secondary market. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the. That, that Anakin that goes for over a hundred. Sorry, sorry, Ryan. That's Go okay. Ahead. That Luke X-wing, guys. Yeah. That was a peg warmer like crazy from that first wave. Mm-hmm. There's just so many people who got into Black Series late in the game that never picked this stuff up as, as the big deal. Um, so I mean, yeah, that speeder bike may have not have sold as well back then. I think it would sell great now. I agree, Matt. I'm going to move to you. What uh, What do you see in this six inch stuff that you like, and is there anything you don't like? Um. Are we talking about everything six inch? Just the, of the newer stuff that we the new stuff. the new stuff that we don't have in hand yet. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm glad to see Rebels. Um, you know that they're going to finish out that. I mean, I guess we still have to wait to get a Zeb somewhere down the line, but you know Ezra and Chopper are fine. I'm glad to see. I really liked that uh, Rio. He looked he looked pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. For a you know, you know, an interesting alien character sort of thing that they haven't done in the past. Um, so, I really like the six inch. I know not everybody is into it still, but I mean, these are across the board figures that I want to see. I think there are too many exclusives. I mean, this line has been plagued with exclusives for a long time, and fortunately, most of them have been pretty easy to get. Even the Walmart ones. Harder than others, but I've been able to get them. But, you know, the stuff that they showed was was cool. I mean, the, we're getting two Hoth slash Bespin Leia's is a little strange, but, uh, you know, I'll live with it. Um, what Since you're, you are pretty much an absolute completist, right? Yeah. So what, do you, th- what do you think about the uh, re-release of the, 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 the archive collection re-release figures? Well, okay. I'm intrigued by it. I'm really looking forward to see what the cards are like. That could, because I—that's one thing I don't like about the Black Series. I think the boxes are dull, and you know, I wish I really liked it when they did that 40th anniversary wave on the cards. So I'm interested to see how that's gonna. The stuff they showed, the mock-ups looked interesting. So um, it'll be kind of cool to see that. Although, I mean, logically, if you think those are figures, some of them, you know, are really in demand. Fett's really in demand. I know people are looking for Bosk, and it'll be great to get all the bounty hunters out there again. But at some point, they're going to stop shipping, too. 
and they'll move on to another wave of archives. So you're just you're reintroducing them now, but three years down the road, they're going to be hard to find again. Mm-hmm. So you're not, I mean, they're not going to be shipping these cases forever and right. whatever the subsequent waves are. So you're you're helping out those people who weren't in at the beginning that we were talking about a second ago. But in the long run, you'll just have the same problem over again unless you continually re- recycle them in future waves, which I think will cause problems. You know, people will dislike them because they'll say, oh, we've already got these figures in the archive collection. But I'm yeah. glad to see them trying something. So yeah. Okay. Um, Chris, I know you have a very limited collection of six-inch figures. Are you interested in any of these? Um, like I said uh, before, I'm trying to wean myself off of six inches. Um, I, I think the Rio Durant looks spectacular of the new stuff that got released, uh, especially compared to its three and three quarter inch, uh, parallel, which just, I think is probably one of the worst looking three and three quarter inch ones that, that they've published. It's more almost like the first waves of, um, uh, Force Awakens, figures but the, the six inch one looks absolutely spectacular um i think it's really cool they put that um blast effect in with chopper that looks really cool um i, I find it weird that they're doing bestman escape leia and hawk leia also both at the same time i would think that they might space that out a little bit more but you know i guess they know what they're doing but uh <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't believe Boba Fett's never been repacked. I mean, not as an exclusive, other than that first San Diego Comic-Con set, which was right at the same time they were launching the line, if I remember right. Um, yeah. I, like, when they did the, the 40th anniversary vintage carded figures, I mean, how they didn't get him on one of those cards, I don't know, that because that would have been just printing money. I was sure that was going to be the San Diego exclusive last oh, year. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that, I... Yeah. Well, I mean that. I mean, we're talking about what they did with the Phantom Menace vintage collection stuff seven years ago, or whatever that was. They almost killed the Black Series the same way with Wave Two, which was the Boba Fett wave, because it was Boba Fett, Han Solo, Greedo, and Slave Slave Leia. Leia, and those Greedo, Han Solo especially, but Slave Leia as well were just hanging on the pegs forever, and people opening cases and taking the Fett. Yep. And I mean, I don't know how they and, ultimately cleared that out, but they did. But, you, but it, I mean, if you remember, not only were those clogging the pegs, but then Toys R Us had their own set yeah. of Han and Greedo, the same exact yeah. figures with no new new accessories. Right. Other than a cardboard bench for mm-hmm. each. And that crazy thing is highly sought after now too, which this is blowing yeah, them off. Yeah, I never thought they would get rid of those. I actually thought they would have to. Uh, uh, bury them in the desert with the ET cartridges. Like I thought, those would never go. But yeah, that's yeah, right. They pull out a pallet of those when Toys R Us was going out of business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, but um, no, I, I think it's great that the, those are getting repacked for folks that missed them. Um, something about that photo reel printing technique they've got. I don't know. Maybe it's an uncanny valley thing that's bugging me, or what but something about the eyes just looks off and it not, not off in like it doesn't look realistic but often it creeps me out 
they're staring at you. Yeah. There is something a little weird. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, it looks better than the other printing technique, but I think it's hitting the uncanny valley, and I think that's what's bugging me. So. All right. Uh, Ryan, from the new stuff that they pulled out, what did you like? Anything you didn't like? Um, that Moloch looks really cool. I'm curious to see what kind of articulation he has. As a, he's supposed to be just a giant worm underneath those cloaks. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to see what all comes from that. Um, that was kind of a surprise. Again, we got lots of solo figures. What did we have previously? Only four six-inch solo figures. So now that um, we're uh, we're getting a bunch more, which is really great to see. Um, that uh, Leia was kind of a surprise. We knew the be- the Hoth Leia was coming. And there have been rumors of a Bespin Leia, but the Bespin Escape, I mean, it totally makes sense as an exclusive. It's just like when we got 3PO and 3PO with a red arm. Uh, one was in the regular line, one was a Walgreens exclusive. But um, it was kind of kind of, kind of weird there a little bit. But um, a lot of good-looking things. The six-inch line has really grown on me, and uh, they keep showing some great stuff. So I, there's a lot of stuff I'm looking forward to here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Hasbro showed a few, like some other things, some role play items and like a Yoda mask, which I think is already out. I've seen that Yoda mask at GameStop. You know what I'm talking about? It's like the Chewbacca mom mask, but it's Yoda. Yeah. That's actually, I've, I saw that a few days ago. Um, all right. Um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> anything else anybody wants to say about, uh, what they saw at San Diego. I mean, I've just kind of just focused on the Hasbro stuff for the most part. I think Amy covered a lot of the other um, odds and ends, but is there anything else anybody feels they need to say from what was shown at San Diego? Um, Hot Toys, Best Bud Lab. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. Gentle, giant, jumbo, Kenner, Best Bud Lab. Yeah. Yeah. We had never had a 12-inch Best Bud Lab ever. And all of a sudden, we have two coming out. Yeah. From do, you think, time. do you think Hot they? Um, do you think it's a, just a coincidence, or do you think they were talking to each other? I don't know. A lot of this stuff does seem to happen at the same time. So do we out. have an anniversary coming up for Empire next year? Uh, no, not for two years. years. No, nope, two, two years will be yeah, fortieth yeah, anniversary. We have a Bespin Leia bust too coming out for General Giant, so it's, right. it's a lot of Bespin love going on right now. And, and maybe by the time this stuff actually does come out, it will be the 40th anniversary of Empire. It could be because it takes a yeah, long time for these things to come out, right? Hot Toys notoriously takes forever, so yeah, Hot Toys showed the uh, Endor Leia and Endor Luke at last year's Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They showed it again. At, they only showed the Luke at this year's Comic Con, and it's still to be determined when that's going to come out. Are you going to order yeah, it? Yeah, well, I'm gonna have to order anything that happens on Endor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was trying to figure out if that Leia had been released yet because I know it was at Comic Con last year, but uh, nope, I couldn't see that it had been. Nope, ha- they actually removed it from display. Weird. So I don't even think they're gonna do it. Oh yeah, man, it's super weird. Well, the um, I I have a pre-order on the Royal Guard Hot Toy, and I just got a notice about two weeks ago from Sideshow that they're getting it in earlier than they expected. So release date is now looking at August or September. And I don't think it was supposed to be shipping till like January. Same with the Emperor. Yeah, but I got a notice about both of those figures being in early. The Obi Wan figure uh, from Hot Toys was supposed to have shipped by I think July, and it still hasn't shown up. Hmm. 
I won't be getting any Hot Toys until Lobot comes out. Uh, you know, I always said I would never buy them again. I'd bought enough, but that Bespin Leia is tempting me. <laughs> uh, oh, one th- other thing I wanted to mention was that uh, San Diego Con- San-, San Diego Comic Con, the uh, there was a Mego booth and the return of the '70s action figure giant company Mego, which went out of business in '82. Mostly due to, I think, some bad decisions and, and Star Wars, not getting the Star Wars license. <laughs> <laughs> they are coming back, and they're not releasing any Star Wars figures. But my yet. hope, yet, my hope is that in 2020, when this exclusivity stuff goes away with Hasbro, that Disney will throw them a bone and let and finally let Mego make some Star Wars figures. I, I cannot tell you how excited I would be if that would happen. Is it a pipe dream? I don't know. You never know. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what Amigo Star Wars playset would even look I like. I know it would be this big vi- <laughs> It'd be this big vinyl case. Yeah. And and it it would be pr- very primitive and and awesome. Matt, what do you think about that? You think that's a possibility, or do you think Amigo? Amigo? Yeah, doing Star Wars in 2020. Um, I mean anything's possible. I think Disney will want to find a way to get everybody that wants a slice of this license, a slice of that license. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, especially if these new Mego stuff that's getting released now, you know, takes off and gives them some distribution and some credibility, why not? I mean, I never had any Mego as a kid, so I have no... Oh, your child, you know, your poor childhood. How did you not... You were like... You were a, you were part of the Mego generation. Right, I was right in the zone. How did you not have any superheroes? I thought DC was your thing, and that was their DC bread and was butter. my thing, but not until... I mean, I read the comic books in mm-hmm. the 80s. And, but, then, and I watched the Super Friends, but the only toys I remember having before Star Wars toys were I had a $6 million man doll mm-hmm. and... Uh, Weebles. Okay. I had Weebles. Those are good. Good Kenner. Good Kenner product. Now, for those listening who may not know what Mego is, Mego made a lot of action figures in the 70s. Um, highly articulated. They were mostly 8-inch, although they did some other scales, like 12-inch. Um, and they, soft goods. And they have soft goods clothes. Um, some people might call them dolls. I don't know. They're action figures, though, for me. Anyways, I can dream... And, and I hope in two years that dream comes true. Anything else anybody wants to mention about San Diego Comic-Con or anything else related to Star Wars before we sign off? Yeah, one of the uh, things I saw there uh, um, that came through at San Diego was the reaction line for Alien. And they are finally finishing the Nostromo crew with Lambert, Parker, and Brett. So we're, I'm going to be able to put together an action figure line of all the original crew of the Nostromo. And that's I'm so excited about that. Kenner style sculpting, correct? It's the Kenner style sculpting, five POA, which you know they're replicating what they would have looked like had they come out back in '79. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh so excited! It's, it's my other fandom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if we're going off franchise, the thing that made me happiest was that Playmates is finally making an Enterprise C uh, for their, you know. Star Trek line of vehicles, so my shelf will have oh, all the Enterprises that. from the NX one through the E, which is it play- makes me very happy. Is it Playmates or DC or uh, Diamond? Diamond. 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 Yeah. Oh, it's Diamond. Oh, okay. So start. Oh yeah, hey, Matt. There, that's so you. So that's all of the vehicles that all of the Enterprises. Then You're, that's that's the last one. That's the last one. 
Because, right. I mean, it was, I mean, it's the Forgotten. It was in one episode of mm-hmm. Next Gen. So it, it has the least screen time, but it's, I think it's an awesome looking ship for, mm-hmm. you know, I guess that's for little Star Trek Galaxy of Toys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Amy, were you going to say something? Um, yeah, Dave Pryor, and I think you've kind of done a feature on him before. He does like vintage style Kenner artwork prints, and he well, has guy. one print. Yeah, he has one print of the original 12 action figures. Um, and I think it says collect them all at the bottom of it. Um, typically these prints are 11 by 17. Um, he did want me to relay to listeners that he has a very limited stock of prints that are going to be 36 by 24. Um, and it's of the exact same artwork, but, um, a a larger print and a very limited run. So if anyone's interested in that, they can check out Dave Pryor online. Um, and you know, contact him that way if, if you're interested in a print of that sounds cool yeah all right ryan you didn't get your uh alternate line any other lines that you saw besides star wars that you like um you know there's a couple there's, there's not too much i do outside of star wars mm-hmm. currently no, um no indie stuff uh, or back to the future stuff no no and there's always back to the future stuff there, but um, I mean, I, I dabble a little Marvel, and I had not seen those 10th anniversary two packs. Those look pretty cool, but I haven't seen a whole lot of Marvel coverage yet to to really check that stuff out. Mm. Um, yeah, not not a whole lot out, outside of Star Wars for me there that I've seen so far. Um, trying to find like what Lego stuff was shown at at the convention, I haven't found very good coverage of that yet either. So. Uh, you know, some of it takes a little while. I know a lot of the Star Wars sites, they hit Hasbro early on, and then we it takes forever, so we see, like, Lego and Hot Wheels and stuff like that. But uh, So I'm kind of waiting for to see some of that. And Does uh, Lego even show anything new at Comic-Con yeah. ever? I mean, I know I've, they have I've exclusives, seen, but... I've seen a picture of some of the new sets that are just coming out, just about to come out at Comic-Con this year. So they did show, like, the uh, Snoke's... Uh, throne room set was there and stuff like oh, that. Cool. The AT hauler. They didn't have nearly as many as they have had in the past, though. Uh, the booth was mainly taken up with a giant uh, photo op of the Millennium Falcon cockpit made out of Lego and a huge Thanos figure, um, life size. So it took up the bulk of the the actual uh, booth this year. And it's crazy because I didn't see that uh, Millennium Falcon cockpit till I think earlier today or yesterday. I didn't even know it was there because nobody seemed to take pictures of it from what I'd seen. I, I couldn't get near it, so oh, really? I didn't okay. even bother. <laughs> Ooh, that reminds me. Speaking of the Millennium Falcon cockpit, the Hasbro booth from the photos I saw, and I think, Amy, you took a photo of Tom. Did you take a photo of Tom in this? Yep. There was a mm-hmm. vintage Kenner-style Millennium Falcon um, cockpit booth, correct? Where you could just like yes. sit in the vintage Falcon, and yeah, t- to me that said, they're go- the maybe the vintage Millennium Falcon is coming back, like the original Kenner mold in the Kenner box, because even the top of the display looked like that Kenner, um, like the Kenner Millennium Falcon box. So I was kind of surprised that we didn't see anything like that, because I really thought that might be one of the reveals. Yeah, I thought so too, but then again, on the other side of the wall there, they also had a really nice display of 
all of the previous Han Solos they'd done. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just kind of a looking back in the archives, here's mm-hmm. the things that we've done. So um, that might just also be a looking back yeah. uh, kind of retrospective thing they were doing. Yeah, um, But it that was really sense. cool. It looked cool. Yeah. And thanks for sending yeah. photos of that. Really cool. Um, Okay, so let's wrap up the show. I want to thank everyone for joining me tonight. Um, Ryan, thank you for uh, joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, Great to talk about San Diego Mm -hmm. Comic-Con. Thank you so much, Amy, and I know Tom's not here, but for all the pictures and everything you sent to us, it did help make us feel a little bit like we were down there, and we got to experience a little bit of that through you. So thanks a lot for all of that. Happy to tell. And Matt from This Week in Star Wars. Always a pleasure, and I'll second Ryan's appreciation to you, Amy, for all the help and photos and everything from down there. Really, uh, really helped the experience. And thanks, Amy, for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me uh, cover San Diego, and I hope to do it again next year. Yes. And Chris, finally, finally, but not least. Chris. Yes, again, also, thank you, Amy. Uh, that was great seeing all those pics, and uh, thank you, everyone else. All right. Um, for Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend, then homeward bound. Friend, don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. Thank you.